Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks. A two-hand follow jam is true for Josh Jackson. And you're listening to the Morning Blitz with my main man, Ross Volkmer, right here on 1025 You Rock. Continuing on a Tuesday morning, January the 30th, expected high to be in the low 60s today. Plenty more to get to coming up on the program. We'll be diving into thoughts on the Lions and the Ravens and the loss they suffered in their respected championship games here this past Sunday. But time to talk about something big happening locally on Wednesday inside Goodland's Max Jones Fieldhouse. There will be two top 10 ranked dual teams uh, in wrestling is Northwest Tech, the 10th ranked team in the dual rankings, takes on the second ranked team in Pratt Community College and also Cali coming to town as well for a tri-duel um, as it is known. That's coming up here on Wednesday night. And uh, here to give us more information on it all in studio uh, is Chris Gio, who joins us, head coach for the Northwest Tech Mavericks. Uh, coach, good morning. Thanks again for uh, joining us today. Appreciate it. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I tell you, it's been another really good season for you uh, there at Northwest Tech. Kind of give us the highlights of this uh, of this past season for you. I would say the highlights of this past season are that uh, we have just a really dedicated group of young men. We ended up with uh, nine starting freshmen out of ten, and they've progressed to being some of the top ten guys in the country individually and a high ranking as a team. Nine freshmen, you were saying, that's uh, that, of course, sets up great for the future. But how, how, how did nine guys come up? Uh, how did nine freshmen be, end up being the top dogs for you this year? Well, last year we had a, our best finish with a sixth-place finish in the country, and we had four All-Americans and two national champs. And uh, we only had one returning guy. Um, I hit the road pretty hard. I've developed some great relationships with some – key programs across the country and uh they fed me good um you know we picked up a a great northwest uh kansas wrestler out of hoxie my first hoxie wrestler um which has made a big impact he's one of the top 10 ranked guys in the country now out of hoxie dayton bell um but no it just uh they had a higher ceiling coming in um they were uh, pretty much all top three uh, caliber kids coming out of high school. A lot of experience, freestyle, summer, Greco. Um, these kids are just a little more prepared to bring them to a higher level. How about some of your returners this year? I mean, there can't be many of them, but talk about the returners from this year's squad. I only had two returning kids on the whole entire team. Lucas Hill out of Wyoming, he's a great role. Uh, player in the room, um, loves to wrestle, grow, and push the first team. And then we have our starter at 197, Gavin Dodge, who's uh, who's top eight-ranked kid um, who was our heavyweight last year who's progressing well. Um, so those are our only two sophomores, and then we're completely loaded for next year. Chris Gio joins us in studio, head coach for the Northwest Tech Maverick wrestling team, having a great season once again. You know, you mentioned there's two rankings. There's the individuals and, of course, the duels, and you're top ten in both. Yeah, um, I feel we have a better tournament team than we do a uh, a dual meet team, but that doesn't mean we don't have a good, good dual meet team. 
we had a couple injuries that cost us the 125 spot. So we are blank at that weight, and that that makes us harder in a dual meet setting. Um, but overall, the individual rankings, these guys do their they do their job individually, and and that's how they get ranked. Um, within the last two weeks, State and Bell Technical Fall, the top ten ranked kid. Um, we upset the number four ranked kid at 133, and then uh, Joe Lee at 157 is just a terror in JUCO. Not getting much respect, but he's probably one of the best kids on our team. And you guys have had a lot of success, even though you might not wrestle as good in a duel. You still have a lot of success. I mean, the losses that you've had have come against some really, really good programs. Yeah, um, we lost to Western Wyoming early in a dual meet. Uh, I always schedule that one because, number one, they they definitely are the best team and the team striving, everybody's striving to catch this year. They're two- and three-year uh, kids on their team. Um, a lot of kids go on missions and come back in that program. They're a little older, um, very well coached. They put it to us. They they really put it to us, but they always have. Um, so when it comes down to it, our job's to beat them at the national tournament, and we're three and four against them after losses at the national tournament. So the adjustments are there, and that's why we wrestle that. Then Northern Idaho, we had a real tough duel with. Um, had a couple swing matches, um, but they're a top five ranked team as well. And then uh, the rest of the schedule, we wrestled Northern Colorado, brought five of the D1 guys to the third period and some tough matches. But this is a real high ceiling team. Um, they're just a lot of fun to coach. Chris Gill in studio with us here talking Northwest Tech Maverick Wrestling. You mentioned it's a it's a high ceiling team. They're going to have to be at their high ceiling for Wednesday when Pratt comes in because this is this is another very high ceiling program right in your own conference. Yeah, Ken Capley uh, have nothing but great things to say about his program at Pratt. He's built uh, a great program through Kansas kids. He's done a lot of. Um, USA wrestling to lock himself in to steal most of the better Kansas kids. Um, but, you know, he's he's done the work. He's proven himself. Uh, I have nothing but respect for him, and, you know, we're chasing that, and that's what Wednesday is about. Kind of give us the highlights of what people will expect on Wednesday, <laughs> some of the best matchups and what to expect. What's all – What's I mean, we do know for a fact that, you know, a, a Jayhawk conference title is on the line – but besides that, what about in some of the, you know, weight-on-weight matchups? 133, uh, you got two, um, really two top 10 ranked kids coming in at 133. Um, 149 should be uh, two top 10 kids ranked. 157, two top 10 kids ranked. 165, they're they're really, really good there. Um we actually had such a war in our room that we've had wrestle-offs at that weight, and our 57-pounder uh, backup moved up and won the spot. Um, a guy named Micah Castro out of Valiant Prep out of Arizona has a really high ceiling, um, just a little small for the weight. 174, we're ranked number one in the country. Um, they're ranked well. 184, I would say, is the best match of the night. 
which will be number three versus number four in the country. Um, we're number four. They're number three. We have uh, one um, JUCO loss all year, which is to the national runner-up from last year, number one ranked kid. And over time, 97 is going to be a war. Heavyweight's going to be a war. It's just going to be a war. I mean, really. Yeah, from when you step into the arena to watch this, you're going to see great matches. I mean, you, this is one of the better duels that you'll see if you come watch that you'll see, you know, all year long. It's really going to be that competitive and that good. Yeah, it should be really heated. It always is, you know. <laughs> when you have two top caliber teams, um, you know, that's what that's what makes wrestling wrestling and who shows up. But bottom line is it's great for the sport. It's great for the Jayhawk Conference. It's great for Northwest Kansas. And uh, it's really great for Kansas wrestling because our Jayhawk Conference is legit, legit. No, it is very, very good. Chris Keo in studio with us here. Uh, how do you feel going into it tomorrow night? I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> um, you just never know until you really, you really get in the meat of it, really, correct? No, I feel like I know. <laughs> I really do. Um, my guys are prepared. Uh, I don't know the outcome, but right. I, I know they're prepared. prepared. And as um, long as they leave it out there, win or loss, I don't really care. Um, it's a matter of are they happy with themselves when they walk off the mat. Uh, after tonight, of course, we head into the postseason. And how are you feeling about going into the postseason uh, starting up here in a few weeks? I actually feel really, really good about it. Um our district this year, I think, has more depth than it's had in a while. Uh, it, you know, the top four or five teams are really, really, really strong. The other ones are going to be battling for one or two spots to make the Nationals. So it's, you know, when you look at NEO, you look at Pratt, you look at Carl Albert, you look at Labette, you look at us, you know, and then – Pretty much. And then Cali's got some studs on their lineup. There's going to be some good matches in there. But, uh, you know, when you look at depth, those five are depth. The other ones have some really good individuals. It's it's just it, it, it's really getting through that tournament to get to the Nationals. That's the thing, though. You get through the tournament, you make it there. You really got your like your chances of being an All-American uh, coming to the into the National Tournament. Yeah, for sure. There's 32 people that go, and if you make it to the second day, you're uh, All-American, and that's the goal. Well, that'll be very interesting. Uh, you mentioned, of course, Cali and how they have some dudes. Of course, they're coming to your gym here as well, and so there's be some other good matches mixed in there tomorrow, not only just with Pratt. Yeah, for sure. Their 165 probably is the number one or two guy in the country. Um, that match between Pratt and uh, Cali at that weight is going to be fun to watch. Um you know, D1 transfers, both of them. There's a lot of D1 transfers in junior college. Um, I don't have any, but uh, I do have some D1-level kids. We'll get you out of here on this. We had you on last year kind of going into the national tournament to talk about your team. I know you had a lot of guys graduate. How are those guys doing at the next level? Well, that's a great question. That's fun. Jet Strickenberger beat uh, – He was your big dog last year. Him and Jamil Coles Yes, both. and Jamil Coles. Yes, right. Um, um, Jet Strickenberger signed with West Virginia. Um, he's had a, a really good year. Um, he beat uh, a guy named Steve O'Polin, who uh, is one of the top seven-ranked guys in D1. He pretty much dominated that match. And then um, he beat uh, – 
Kenton Kaiser, I think is that. I can't remember his last name. Uh, former All-American out of Oregon State. And then uh, Jet finished third in the Matt Town Open at Lock Haven this weekend. Um, losing to a world champ in the in the semifinals. But uh, Jet Strickenberger is just a different level of a wrestler, and I wouldn't count him out on winning a national tournament. He's just he's just for real, and anyone can put four or five together. He can do it. Um, Jay Sean Hines, former All-American, what I love about our school. He's an electrician, decided not to move on, making a great living. Uh, Bryce Bowmans, who was an All-American for us last year, is my assistant coach, who's done a tremendous job with us, and he's training to fight. And uh, we're training him for U23s and uh, uh, Greco and Freestyle for the World Trials. And then uh, you got Jamil Coles, who left in January, who is now eligible for Grandview, the number one team in NAIA. So, you know, we're moving our guys on to the right place, whether it's work or wrestling. Except this next year, there won't be a lot of guys moving on. We got a young team and looking to dominate for a couple of years uh, here at the uh, here in the Jayhawk Conference and at the JUCO level. Yeah, I mean, next year, I believe, could be our year. Um, who knows? This year, there's so much parity. You get some momentum. You put three in the finals, put three on the stand. Next thing you know, you're you're racing for a national title. And I, I wouldn't put that past this team. I believe in them that much. Um, but, you know, things have to go right. We just signed a kid. Uh, I just signed a kid today out of, uh, out of uh, Arizona, Valiant Prep. Um, one of the top teams in the country. Um, it's a big impact kid. 141 for next year. I brought in three guys that will be stepping into the lineup next year um, that I brought in for the spring semester. One kid named Austin Teal. He's a three-time Georgia State champ. Only got taken down twice all in high school at 125. Transfer from D2. I got uh, Hacer Sampson uh, Sanchez, um, who actually is an asylum person out of uh, Cuba. Um, he's a six-time Cuban national champ, Pan American gold medalist at heavyweight. And then I got another kid that's a four-time placer at 149 out of uh, Oklahoma that came in, kid named Boston Powell, another impact player. We're reloaded. We're already le- reloaded for next year. Well, that'll, that'll be really exciting to follow. But like you said, this year is the what's still on the table. And there's plenty to go, of course, starting highlighting, of course, tomorrow night inside the Max Jones Fieldhouse as it's a tri-duel with Cowlick County and Pratt. He's Chris Gill. Thank you, Coach, for the time. Appreciate it. Thank you, and hope to see all y'all tomorrow night. There you go. Once again, Coach Gill, uh, head coach of the Northwest Tech Maverick Wrestling, the 10th-ranked dual team of the country, welcoming the second-ranked Pratt Beavers and, of course, Cali College for a great night of wrestling. Uh, that will all get started at 5.30 Mountain Time. Tech will take on Cali, followed by an hour later, Cali and Pratt, and then the nightcap will be Tech and Pratt at 7.30 Mountain Time inside the Max Jones Fieldhouse. Take a break, come back, wrap the show next. You're listening to the Morning Blitz.